Welcome to the Market Sell Win Podcast. Our special guest today is Mary Degner, a seasoned corporate meeting and events professional with more than 15 years of experience in the legal, consulting, and accounting industries. Mary has led the strategy and execution on over 500 events in her career at national firms like Sikich, RSMUS, and Edwards Wildman. In our four-part interview, Mary will talk about her career journey, provide a high-level overview of the world of marketing events, do a deep dive into the specific processes for developing and executing an event, and then talk about trends in the event world. There is something for everyone to learn from Mary's perspective and the processes she follows, whether you live in the world of events full-time, part-time, or are brand new. In this first segment, we will focus on Mary's career path, the skills that she's found to be important, and the impact that mentors have had in shaping her career. Welcome to the show, Mary. Thanks, Julie. Very happy to be here, and thanks for the invite to be your guest today. Well, my pleasure. So part of what we are trying to do is show people that careers can take many different paths. And oftentimes there are people or experiences that influence the path that we choose to follow. So I will say that I am particularly interested to hear your story because you really (laughs) chose to specialize. Um, You know, to pull an analogy from the medical world, it's like the difference between going to med school to become a general practitioner versus a neurosurgeon. So, you know, you obviously, instead of becoming a generalist, went diving deep um, into event planning and management. So, So tell us your story. Like, what was the path that you've taken and the steps that have kind of led you down your career path? Well, sure. And and you kind of nailed it on the head there. Um, because as with most event professionals, I didn't start my working career with being an event professional as my particular goal in life. Um, my path was actually a pretty long and winding road. I graduated from Columbia College in Chicago with a BA in communications, uh, and I was a double major of theater and music. So for many years, I was one of those lucky theater majors that actually got to work fairly steadily in the biz, uh, doing musical theater, TV commercials, radio and TV commercial voiceover work, and what is referred to as industrial training videos, which are basically training videos that uh, companies use to train their employees on various things. And I absolutely loved it. In addition to my acting gigs, I supplemented my income by working as a legal secretary. So while I was working as a legal secretary in one of the larger and more prominent law firms in Chicago, Edwards Wildman at the time, I was tasked by their chief marketing officer to become her executive assistant. Part of my responsibilities at that role was to plan things like attorney-client dinners, small in-house consuming education seminars for the attorneys, and various client appreciation cocktail receptions. I began to really enjoy this part of my job, and I really wanted to expand on it. So in order to start next networking with other event pros and to educate myself about the industry, I joined the Chicago chapter of Meeting Professionals International, also known as MPI. Uh, the Chicago chapter is the largest chapter in the U.S. Being a part of that community and learning more about the profession really lit my passion for events. Um, I recognize that this could be a route to combine my creative side with my enjoyment of developing a show, so to speak. <laughs> so eventually I was ready to tackle a full, full-time gig as an event planner and was fortunate enough to land my next step with RSM as an event coordinator. This role really gave me the hands-on experience I needed. 
I worked within RSM's Great Lakes marketing team with several of our marketing managers in planning and implementing a whole variety of events. I was typically responsible for approximately 50 events annually, ranging anywhere from small education seminars to conferences for 300 attendees with breakout sessions, featured speakers, sponsors, etc. I also was fortunate enough to work in conjunction with the national event team of RSM to annually produce the largest client appreciation event at RSM for about a thousand client guests on an annual basis. Um, and that was a real educational experience. After six years with RSM, I was again ready to make my next move as an event manager. I obtained uh, that position with a mid-sized accounting firm in the Chicago suburb, uh, suburb of Naperville, and that was Sickage. I was responsible for overseeing the strategic planning and implementation of very varied events across their 13 offices in the U.S. I had an event coordinator as well to assist in the logistics of each event. So in addition to managing the events themselves, it was my first real opportunity to be a people manager, which was an interesting experience as well. Um, there at Thickets, I worked with various marketing managers, senior partners, and the CMO on a daily basis, and it definitely was a wild ride. Um, I made certain to keep my continuing education and networking with MPI, so I always tried to keep in touch with new event trends and tools to make my job more efficient and to make it easier and keep the fun level in as well. Uh, currently, I'm exploring new opportunities and steps in my career. Um, those could possibly lead to event consulting and freelance event development. So we'll see where that leads. Yeah, no, that's great. You know, I, I've always found that I, I, I like your path because you started, when I say this, don't take it the wrong way, because I started there too, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> I'm not going to use the word bottom. Oops, I said it, but I mean, like ground level, you know, yeah. and you don't know anything and you're just kind of thrown into it and you end up, it's the best way to learn. And we know that's the case and nobody likes to mm -hmm. hear it, but it's true. And, and I it's think true. that, you know, it just, it, makes you stronger. And my guess is that by the time you were managing people, you know, whether they were reporting directly into you or you were, you know, maybe had some administrative staff that was helping out with events because you've mm -hmm. done it. It's mm -hmm. like it, it, you know exactly what they're going through. You can be empathetic in terms of what they're going through. You could say, Hey, you can anticipate things and say, look out for this. So do you think that that helped, helped you? Absolutely. Um, I, as you said, and I've always been kind of a believer and enjoy working with people who have, like you said, started on the ground level and worked their way up because they have that sense of knowing what it takes to do the job well. Um, and as you progress through that and become a manager or a senior manager or whatever, you have a better appreciation of your team, I think. You tap into them. You respect what their uh, positive qualities are. You're more willing to delegate to them because you trust them and you know what they're going through. And if they're having issues or, you know, just not feeling confident in what they're doing, um, you can sympathize with them and empathize with them. So if they come to you and, and have a problem and need to work through it, you can kind of lead them through it. So absolutely. I think 
going in on anything from the ground up, like you said, even though it's tough and you don't want to start at that, you know, bottom level, it, it, it gives you a world of experience. So, so tell me, um, because some of our listeners may not know, like what does a day in the life look like for somebody who's like living and breathing events all the time? So like walk us through what, what, what happens? Sure. Um, you know, that pretty much depends on what stage you're at in your career. Like we, like we were just talking about, um, if you're entry level, I'd say if you're entry level to about like your third year of about planning, more than likely your days are going to consist of a lot of multitasking as you could be working on several events at the same time. Um, most of your responsibilities will more than likely center around basic logistics and that would be you know, scouting out and securing appropriate venues for your events, um, AV or audiovisual, food and beverage, some basic contract review, uh, plenty of meetings with your manager and or the stakeholders of each event to be sure everything is on track and to their satisfaction. Um, you'll probably also be responsible on that level for tracking attendee responses once the event invites go live and possibly working on housing requirements and hotel venues, uh, which basically means, you know, if you're having say a multi-day conference uh, and you need hotel rooms for your speakers and your attendees and so forth, that is something you'll be working on as part of your hotel or venue um, to get that all in place and ready to go. Um, once you progress beyond that third year-ish, <laughs> you can expect to probably continue securing the basic logistics as well as being responsible, being having more responsibility. So you'll be responsible for generating, say, more tactical reports, um, spreadsheets reflecting various metrics on the event itself as well as financials to reflect the monetary expenditure for each event, you know, how well it stayed in the budget, um, any ROI or return on investment that needs to be measured for the event. Uh, there's lots of that in all aspects of the event. And again, like say from your third to your fifth or a little beyond, that is something that you're going to start getting more experience in. If your career path takes you to being an event manager, like it did for me, um, and possibly managing a team of coordinators and other planners, um, more junior planners, your day will definitely involve much more strategic and developmental event responsibilities rather than the basic logistics. Um, your reporting team will probably be handling those and um, maybe some of the reporting components, so that'll be taken off your hands. Uh, but the trade-off is um, you'll be working more closely with the stakeholders and probably the marketing team on the structure of the event, the goals of the event, um, the objectives or purpose of the event, and again, the ROI or return on investment. And that means a lot and lots of meetings. <laughs> um, you'll be doing much more contract review and negotiation, a lot of high-level troubleshooting, and um, more than likely event team status meetings. So if you do have, you know, a few people or even one person reporting to you, you'll want to, you know, make sure that everything is on the same page and, and uh, you have regular status meetings. And you also may be highly involved with marketing the event. Um, you know, if, if, say, you are a lean team, like I kind of was when I was a manager myself and my event coordinator, uh, you as a manager will 
probably be pulled into developing and identifying social media strategies, website registration bills, and metrics on responses. Um, and lastly, you'll probably re- be responsible for post-event ROI reporting to the event stakeholders and holding what we call debrief meetings to determine the success level of that particular event. And of course, lots and lots of subjects to keep yourself and your team on track and on point. <laughs> wow. That is, yeah. that is a load. I mean, it's, a load. it's interesting to hear you say it because I've, I've worked in my fair share of events, but as you kind of stepped through the different stages of a career, um, it becomes evident, particularly when you start jumping from that three to five year point to like full-time event planning and management that um, mm-hmm. the strategy piece is so important. I mean, that's what I've yeah. seen in my career is um at times not having enough emphasis on what are we trying to accomplish here? Is the event the right right answer? Is it the right tool in our toolbox? Um, So I think that, uh, yeah, that's an important takeaway for folks is, you know, that's like the starting point. (laughs) Let's make sure we understand. Absolutely. And it's kind of a, um, you know, as I look back on my 15-ish years, (laughs) it's, it's kind of a natural progression. You know, you, as we said earlier, you start out with that basic foundation, you know, you have to learn how to uh, handle logistics, just the everyday. And like I said, getting the venue, getting the food and beverage, so on and so forth. And as you gain more and more experience, it's almost uh, like I said, a natural progression into moving into the strategy portion. So you get to a point, and especially if you're doing continuing education within your industry, um, attending industry conferences and uh, seminars and so forth, you will come away from those types of things with all these motivational and inspirational ideas, and you'll get back to work and you'll be like, okay, forget Mm -hmm. just, you know, the basic food and beverage, let's have a strategy, let's do something fun, Um, so it really, as, as you get to be more senior in your career, the strategy part of it really is the meat and potatoes of an event. And it, and it kind of can get you really jazzed up if you let it. <laughs> yeah, no, I can totally see that. And I actually have seen it in motion. Like when, because people turn to the, the person, whether it's a, a person who's got the title of events, um, or mm-hmm. not, but they turn to you for ideas. And so if you're able to come with those ideas, they're like, that's fantastic. Yeah. You know, and everybody gets jazzed and pumped. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> and you know, you, uh, even at your initial meetings with your stakeholders, even if you're a more junior, you know, event planner, um, you, uh, it, there's no reason why if you've got some, you know, fun ideas and are thinking outside of the box, um, just because the stakeholder says, okay, let's have a cocktail reception. Well, no reason why you can't come in and say, you know, here's what I think we should do. Maybe instead of having the same old stodgy get together at a bar, you know, kind of thing, let's, you know, throw out something a little bit more creative, something that'll really um, suck people in, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So at any point in your career, you're, you're actually, you're doing and putting forth strategic things just by being creative. Totally agree. Totally agree. So I guess when you think about then um, this role, whether it's in title or not, what are what do you mm-hmm. think are some of the most important skills that an event 
And I guess it varies by title or by, by level, you know, like what your mm-hmm. role is, but what are some of the softer skills um, or hard skills you think people need? Great question. Um, I think after giving you the quote unquote day in the life overview, um, you'll probably agree that being a highly organized individual <laughs> yeah. is pretty much at the top of the list. Um, having a really solid system that works for you will really save you all kinds of headaches. And again, you know, in the beginning, as your entry level and for a couple of years of your, your career, it's going to take a bit to kind of get that system in place and see what works for you. And, you know, the thing I want to emphasize, too, what works or works for me is not necessarily going to work for my peer who might also be an event manager, you know, because we're all such individuals. Your sense of organization is and, and what helps keep you on track and the events on track is going to be different, you know, for everyone, basically. So I would say organization, highly organized is the top of the list. Um, flexibility. I would say is another soft skill. No matter how much you plan for every contingency for an event, something is inevitably going to go a different way, um, either before or during the event. So my advice there and what I've seen in action is be flexible, stay calm, and definitely have a backup plan or two. Um, that is, that's pretty crucial. Another soft skill I'd say is a sense of humor. Um, and some of that just comes from my personality. I have to try and find humor in everything and that helps me to keep a, a positive attitude. Um, we, at Thicket and even at RSM, we would always joke that event planning is not on the same level as brain surgery. So no matter how your day is progressing with your planning, um, or even how the event itself is progressing, find humor in whatever the situation, uh, in whatever situation presents. Um, because it helps you really to stay balanced, it helps you to stay focused, um, and it also helps your team to realize that nothing is a disaster. There's always some sort of workaround. Um, the last soft skill, I guess I would say, would be people skills and developing solid business relationships. That's pretty crucial, and it's always been um, a caveat for me that when you build a solid business relationship with your stakeholders, your vendors, uh, your managers even, um, you will be able to accomplish more than you would if you don't have that. Uh, Yeah, it helps if you're a social person naturally, but I think the more important trait is being able to connect and engage with your stakeholders, your team, your vendors, and this will be invaluable, especially, you know, if you have to negotiate a contract or talk your team down from a ledge, you know? right, right. <laughs> uh, because everybody gets stressed out. And I would say as far as technical skills go, I'd go back to the continuing education for yourself. If you're not comfortable with, say, audiovisual or AD terms, Network with somebody who is, who can get a handle on it. Um, become comfortable with reading and interpreting contracts. If you can't wrap your head around the legalese, then maybe your company has an in-house attorney who can review them and make your life easier. Dive into social media. Um, that is something that we did a lot of at SickEdge. And the nice thing about that was the marketing team actually had an individual who, uh, who was 
a guru, <laughs> the best word at social media. So whenever we had an event coming up, I would sit down with them and say, you know, what, what platform would be the best way to get this out there? And, you know, a lot of times he would say, well, you know, let's use Twitter. And I'd be like, you want to tweet about this? <laughs> and, you know, it would work. And, and it was really kind of cool. Um, and lastly, I'd say make, make spreadsheets your friend. I know it sounds pretty weird, but before I started working as the executive assistant for the CMO at, at Edwards Wildman, I really hadn't had much need for or experience with Excel, but this woman loves her spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> and I, on the other hand, tried to avoid them as much as possible because I'm not really a math person. Um, but eventually, you know, she helped me become very comfortable with Excel's possibilities. And as my career progressed, um, it really became the, the tech tool I leaned on most heavily and, and still do today. That's awesome. I think, um, you know, even on the, the spreadsheet front, are you talking like formulas so you can add up totals for expenses or like you said, probabilities, look at the probability of those that registered versus those that attended. Is that kind of how you're using spreadsheets? That and more. So yes, to, to track your financials, you know, make sure that you're um, within your budget. You know, if you have to go over budget, what, you know, what's going to happen there and how that's going to uh, break out. Um, yes. Tracking, doing a trendy analysis that helps as well. But I even, um, just in making basic lists for myself or doing, uh, like when you're researching a venue, doing a comparison spreadsheet. So you're comparing different components of one venue to another when you're trying to figure out what's going to work best for your event. Uh, it was, you can manipulate the data so much easier in Excel than you ever can in, say, Word. Um, I was using Word and it was, pulling my hair out and then I was like oh well you know why don't I build this list myself <laughs> and see if it works and yeah so even for things like making lists and you know keeping track of what you ever you need track of it's it's really a very helpful tool awesome so so when I think about careers oftentimes people have had an impact so have you had any mentors that have had an impact on your career I definitely have. Um, I, in any stage of my working career, you know, when I was acting, um, even when I was I was a legal secretary, um, I, I've always believed in mentors. So if I had a question, if I had an issue, if I didn't know how to do something, I would always turn to the person that I knew had much more experience than I had. And I wouldn't necessarily approach them and say, hey, would you be my mentor? Um, it just, again, it was kind of a natural progression. They, that individual turned out to be the person that I would go to uh, when I, I needed help or when I needed advice or just a sympathetic ear. And it played a huge role, especially in my transition into the events industry. Um, those first couple of years in my membership uh, with MPI when I was still at the law firm and just getting my feet wet with doing basic event planning. Uh, joining, joining that association was huge for me because not only did I get things from the educational seminar point of view, 
But it was the networking that really dialed me in. And it was networking with other individuals who had just as little experience as I had, which was really kind of comforting. Um, Because when I transitioned into the event industry, I was a bit older than, you know, most of the other newbies, so to speak. A a lot of um, young people who are getting into the event profession now, uh, they are taking advantage of programs at colleges and universities that are offering this as a, a degreed program, um, along with, you know, hospitality and that kind of thing. So it was cool to, to network with people, like I said, who didn't have as much experience, but then especially to network with those who've been in the business, who are in different industry sectors, you know, somebody who is, say, with a nonprofit association um, or, um, you know, rather than the legal industry or the accounting industry, you know, something uh, pharmaceutical, you know, life sciences and biotech and that kind of thing. So it was just fascinating and it really, it kind of fills up your cup, so to speak, and and gives you um, that confidence to kind of move forward. And if you don't mind, I just would like to give a shout out to one mentor who helped me in particular. And her name was Joy Dummy. It's Joy Dummy. She's still around. I shouldn't say what. <laughs> that would be a shock to Joy. <laughs> Sorry, Joy. <laughs> um, but she was the national event team leader at RSM um, when I was there and then after I left and went to Sickett. And so she wasn't only my mentor in my years at RSM, but she was also a tremendous resource when I transitioned into my role as event manager at Sickage. Um, because I had not been in that role before, and there was the navigation of uh, managing events, dealing with more high-level stakeholders uh, on a daily basis, and uh, managing people, a team. Um, she really lent a sympathetic ear and, and a guiding hand when I needed it. So, Joy, for listening, thank you. Aww, <laughs> I think awful. that's great. I think that's she great. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. it's nice that you said it because so often people have had a really big impact in our lives, but we we don't say it or it was... You know, it happened years ago. Like I can think of a few people that had a really big impact on the direction I headed. And it was it wasn't anything magical. It was conversations and guidance that they gave that I took to heart. And I'm like, wow, if I hadn't really listened and kind of acted on that, I wouldn't be where I am today. So good for you. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> and, and exactly. It's uh, like I said, even in my acting career, I was I was lucky enough to have a family member um, who was my mother's brother, my uncle, um, who was a pretty prominent actor in the Chicago area. Um, and so whenever I needed guidance and, and God, what do I do now? Why am I not getting jobs? Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> in an audition. Um, he was the one I turned to. And um, he also helped his own kids to, to get into the business and, uh, so yeah, he unfortunately he's no longer with us, but yeah, he was he was definitely a very dear mentor to me. Oh, well, his impact lives on, so that's awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely. So 
I guess I will wrap with, um, not literally, but um, (laughs) (laughs) so we all have rough days um, in our jobs. So what is, and you being a performer, you got to have something on this one. So what is like the one song um, that just helps you shake it off? Um, Well, let me ask you, what's, what's your favorite song? Well, okay. So actually <laughs> it's, um, I'll share if you share. <laughs> um, earth, wind and fire September. I just, oh, cool. it just kind of gets me going. I start moving and it just shakes my blues away. <laughs> That's an awesome song choice. Um, so I guess I would have to say I, I've got a couple of songs. I'm not you know, just one song person, but um, my two favorite songs, kind of depending on the, the day that I've had, Don't Stop Thinking About Tomorrow by Fleetwood Mac. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah. Boy, talk about getting my booty going. <laughs> that always does it. Um, and even more so, Girls Just Want to Have Fun by Cindy Lauper. So oh. Kind of one of my mantras, I guess, too. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I I feel the urge to break out into song, but I'm going to resist. (laughs) (laughs) If you do, I'll join you, I promise. (laughs) I think our audience would like it. So, oh, well, gosh, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for sharing your your story and your path with us. I think that... uh, our listener, you know, it's these are just real world stories. And so um, I appreciate the time and energy you put into sharing some, um, you know, helpful tips too. I think the skills piece is really important um, for people to hear from those that have been doing this a long time on what's helped them excel and move forward. So thanks for sharing that. Absolutely, my pleasure. All right. Well, and thank you, you again for inviting me uh, to be your guest too. My absolute pleasure. Well, you take care. Thank you too, Julie. Talk to you soon.